Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silver, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Turn away from disaster. And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. My name is Nancy Hopkins. It's October 13th, 2020. With me is uh, Walt Silva, because I can hear him breathing, and uh, Dolly Howard. <laughs> uh, Are you um, saying Dolly is not breathing? No, I can hear scary. you breathing, or somebody breathing, somebody breathing. Um, Yes, I've been having, we did the uh, Shungite show this morning, and we didn't have any problems whatsoever, but the show I just did with Bobby was, was in, in, in crazy, crazy, crazy. But I think, I, I think we're okay. We don't have the echo. I think everybody's hearing me. I'm hoping that Ray will message me. Poor, poor Ray Flores, he's, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know how you get that perfect storm? And somehow or another, I had turned the sound down completely on my phone so that I'm trying to hear the radio station and I'm hearing nothing and I'm freaking out and it's telling me it's the backup, not the program that's supposed to be on and nobody was in chat. And finally, Ray hears me and he messages me and, you know, with his help, I was able to figure out that I did have that echo again. It's the B2. It has nothing to do with the speech, spe speakers, apparently. It's the B2. Anyway, I got to get with you again. We're going to go through this one more time. <laughs> not, not now though. But you're so, supposed to have no. It's supposed to be A1 has to be off and A2 has to be on. That's that's the correct way. No, not to have the echo. No, it turned out to be B2. But let's not talk about it right now because we don't have it what? right now. Uh, okay. I'll explain it to you. You know because it get. I don't want to think about it. It's basically what my problem is. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Okay. I think I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, Dolly, are you here? Dolly, yeah. Dolly. Okay, Dolly's here. Good. Um, and, and people are <laughs> people are in chat. Is anybody? I'm breathing okay. too. Okay. You are still fine. No echo from my friend Ray. <laughs> Yay! Yay, Ray. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so why don't you? Oh, you know, I thought I had all this down pat, and then I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just getting too old for this. I don't know. <laughs> I keep, I keep having to learn things over again. Keeping me young, keeping me young. Um, okay, listen, I'm gonna mute myself because I have to go make a bra break to the bathroom because I've been on with. Uh, anyway, so you guys talk to each other, please. Told you to get a bucket. No, no, I'm gonna run. I, I got a, I've got a toilet that's working. I can, I can just pee right from her seat. Oh, come on, stop it, stop it. <laughs> oh, she's getting me wound up. <laughs> so, Walt, I listened to Shanghai show this morning. You were fantastic. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Hold on, you're low. I gotta fix it. You're low to okay. me. Turn my volume up. Talk to me. Hello. Oh, that's better. <clears throat> so, I was so excited to hear the things you said on the Shungite show, Walt. 
And now I feel like I can talk to you and you'll understand what I'm saying when I'm talking that deep, uh, not deep, but the, the talk that's, oh, yeah, that's the word I can think of, deep talk. Like touchy-feely type talk. I, I don't know how to say it well. I don't know what you're saying, but... Well, I'll before... I didn't think you were understanding when I was saying the things I said because you hadn't had the experience yet. Um, but now, no, I think you can understand when I tell you things. I, I When I think of an example, I'll tell you one, but I can't think of one right now. <laughs> I was just really excited to hear what you were saying. How's your mom doing? Oh, well, I w thank you for reminding me. I was going to ask you, how is Russell doing? Oh, oh, well, it's just one thing after another. <coughs> they finally, Why? What's the person? He went in to the doctors finally. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't? You, you, mean, you mean he wasn't? Wasn't what? At the doctors? He, I thought he was in a, in a hospital someplace. No, but he should be. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fuster cluck. Um, Can't you sit on his head and beat him over the head with a oh, spoon or something? Well, I would like to tie him up like a pig and take him into the hospital. Oh God! But he lives in in Tennessee, and I live in Florida, and there's no way I can go to Tennessee. <clears throat> so Monday he's supposed to go in for a a CAT scan, finally. And yesterday he saw the doctor, one doctor, his main doctor. She uh. gave him a rectal, and he said. She literally put her whole hand up his butt, and he Ooh. was having fits, and he screamed, and and she he thinks she tore him, and oh my gosh! Sounds like a very dramatic experience. Yes, I, it was. He's a. Wait, what? Are, what are what are the X-rays for? Well, why do they need to? Why is there a need to do any some some something so so drastic when you could? They have X-rays. You have uh, magnetoimaging, uh, scanning. I mean, why you need to do something so traumatic? Cat scan? That's not traumatic. He lays no, on no. I mean, no. That's that's what I'm saying. There's all uh -huh. these all this technology to do imaging on the inside of the body. There's no need to. Do something so traumatic as to put your whole hand inside a person. Yeah, really. Especially a person who doesn't do it for fun. <laughs> you think people would do I can't, that for fun? I can't, I can't believe I go away and I come back and you guys are talking about some imaging that I don't think we need. <laughs> I understand oh, how it happened. Discussing. We, I, be, I've we been, I know, I know, and I've been sitting here listening to this, and all of a sudden I realize, like, oh, my God, we're live. 
So what? Our, our listeners are mature, intelligent people, so they know all this stuff. They know. Well, only our listeners would put up with us, I swear. <laughs> and not only that, but they go, oh, yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> uh, yes, we are a family, a family. Well, hopefully, 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 uh, he'll end up in the, um, you know, the 21st century here in a few, my Monday, and they'll give him a CAT scan, and, uh, dang. He's I'm in so, so much pain, he just, he can't stop from, from screaming about it, but I, I told him I'm done talking about it because he won't go to the hospital. The doctors are, uh, that's oh, a nice word. Uh, you know what I mean, what the doctors are doing. And um, he he needs attention. His body needs attention. And um, at one point he said he thinks he has diverted tycholitis or some, whatever that's called. <clears throat> Diverticulitis. That's yeah, that's you have a piece of food embedded in the wall of the intestine. Which can be cleared with a with a colonic wash because a lot of people treat the large intestine like it's made of plastic, or or once once it has been, oh once you have something in there it has to be operated. No, you don't. What you need is is a is a correct flushing because once you get the offending matter out, it your large intestine is is a living organ. Therefore, it knows how to repair itself, but it needs the crap to be taken out of there in the first place. Well, I think Making, he's working on that now. Uh, well, that's that's a good idea <clears throat> to, get, to get all that cleared out. I I know that the stuff is serious enough. My, my doctor in uh, in New York, he used to do colonic wash, and he had dealt with patients. He had gotten uh, cherry seeds out of the patient, and like he was when he was cleaning out the patient, he goes, "When was the last time you ate cherries?" And he goes, and the man goes. Cherries? I haven't eaten cherries in 10 years. So that's how many years he had those seeds oh embedded in, inside him. But he didn't need an operation. What he needed is to get, get that stuff out of there. Yeah. But uh, some, some of the allopathics, I mean, they treat you know, the body like it's a car, not, not a living being. Yeah. So he's still going through shit stuff. And <clears throat> trying to get his short-term disability taken care of, and they aren't cooperating with him well. And it, it just seems like everything Russell tries to do, he ends up in a, doing it in awful hard ways. He has to fight for his for what he gets. He has to fight for it. So, oh. I, I'm just frustrated as heck, and there's I nothing like I can do. Exactly. You're so far away, at least if you were local or something, but being in, so far away from each other. Oh, if I was local, I'd probably be in jail now for going and talking to the doctors in not nice ways. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I asked you about his state... It was two weeks later, and he was still in 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 middle of pain. And I'm like, why? Why yeah. two weeks? Why? How? How can anybody He's stand that long? He's been this way for months now, Walt. Oh God, that's I unreal. Know. 
That's an and unreal he, situation. He doesn't listen to me. Go to the hospital. If he goes into the ER, they're going to run tests on him. They're going to find out what the hell's going on with this boy. And But it's always he goes in, oh, two weeks. Two weeks. What? <laughs> yeah, what I, is that a union doctor? Hi. It's three. He's, go, he's got his regular doctor. He's got his doctor for his genitalia area. He's got his doctor for his abdominal area. Well, they don't seem to be doing anything. Maybe he should look for some other kind of practitioner. I don't know at this point. I can't think about it because I get so upset, and then I end up with my heart palpitations. And uh, I'm just frustrated right now, and I prayed about it, and I talked to the angels. And and so I, I get to the point where I say, okay, I'm letting this go. I've done what I can do. Talk to the angels. Yeah, if if you ask for it, and and he's coming up with all these kinds of he's 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 got to be going through something, some personal learning. That's the only way that I can put it. That's the the only thing I can, I can even think of being the reason for the resistance. Yeah. On this. I don't understand either. Mm. So, I got myself worked up again this afternoon with what he was saying to me, and and then just <clears throat> just before we came on the air, I thought, no, 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 I have to settle my butt down. I have done what I can do about it. I have to give it to God and let it go. Exactly. So, I'm back because in a peaceful place right because now. Because you don't own it. Right. We would love to rescue the people that we love, but yeah. if I learned anything dealing with my father, it was impossible. The more you tried to rescue him, it was impossible because everything was of his own creation, and he knew best. No matter what you, but if you, but if you put the stick of dynamite on on the fire, you know it's going to explode in your face. No, no, stop it! You're trying to control me. You're trying to tell me what I'm doing. Okay, you go ahead, <laughs> go right ahead. Put that stick of dynamite on the fire. It's fine. I'm sure it'll be okay. It's like a little bit smoke damage, maybe. Yeah. So you gotta leave it alone. What are you gonna do? You can't yeah. own. You can't tell people what to do. And I point, can't make myself nuts over something I can't do. I have no control yeah, over. Exactly. Yeah. So I Jesus. put myself back in a peaceful place. I guess you're not dealing with a five-year-old anymore, so. Yeah. I used to be able to put him on my lap and take him to the doctor and make sure they did something. But uh, I can't do that anymore. He's a big boy. He's 40-some years old. And yep. he's big. He's tall. <laughs> that's that's when you learn that time doesn't that time doesn't grow up anybody. <laughs> yeah. People can be sixty years old and they're still five years old. <laughs> yeah, still my baby. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just, once said that you had your personality would, you know, your adult personality at the age of ten. 
And when I read it, I said, oh, that's preposterous. But I sat there for a minute, and I thought about being 10 years old. It's supposed to be 7 years old. Well, they, said, they said 10, and that's what I focused on. And by 10 mm -hmm. years old, yeah, there were real major... Well, like, for instance, um, we had art class in the library. Uh, so, Mom, God bless her, she... When we, I don't know, I must have been... Gee, I don't even know how old I was. I was in my 20s, late 20s. Mom got out all these little books, well, actually sort of big books, albums of things that she had collected for each of her 10 kids. And she gave them to us, you know. So all of a sudden, you got these, these memories kind of come flooding back at you about, you know, this, that, or the other thing. And I have completely forgot where that story started. Because I started thinking about my mother, but we were talking about what were we talking. See, you, got, you guys aren't going to remember. I don't, I don't, what age? At what age? Oh, what the age? God, you're good. You're, you're you're so good. So anyway, but one of the things that we, that she had with those were these um, art, you know, these paintings that I had done when I was ten years old and in the library, you know, just doing these things. And there was a picture of a cat. My life is dominated by cats. There was a picture of a house not unsimilar to where I'm living, surrounding, surrounded by, you know, well, this was like mountainous stuff. I don't have a mountain, but I've got, you know, six acres of land around this house in the middle of Miami, you know. And then there was another picture, which I, ca I can't ever remember what that third picture was, but I, I thought to myself right then, I said, wow, you know, this concept of, of age 10 and you've already some, somehow or another got a feeling for what your life is actually going to be you know and uh so i don't know but you say it's seven now why do you say it's seven because I say, uh, I, uh, that information i got from uh, the lessons of paramhansa yogananda because you see it takes the body seven years to change all the cells every seven years we change all our cells except for the the pineal gland that remains the same, and there, there are, there is a group of eight cells at the base of the body. One is the pineal gland, and one is at the base of the body. And these are eternal cells; they never grow old, and we never change. Those are the two points in the body that never get replaced. That's why in India, when they teach, um, for example, music, uh, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you come from the most intelligent people in the planet and you have an IQ of, of, of 600. It doesn't matter if you come from the poorest. They, all the masters tell you who, who you want to be taught seriously. They will tell you it would take seven years to master any instrument you choose from the, all the instruments that exist. Seven years. And then you wonder why. Why seven years? Because it takes seven years to replace all the cells from the moment that you started learning the duck, the instrument. So that's how you become a master. Because now all the cells have you have cellular memory of this instrument, and you can execute any music without. You don't need to look at the strings. You don't need to look at your hands, because it's your body playing the instrument, not your mind, not your intellect. Not you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's that's why it takes seven years. 
and then that's why we change we change all our body all our cells every seven years so um, he used to refer to people who refused to change he used to re um, call them mental furniture because that's the way they're behaving all their lives they go through furniture never experiencing any change any alteration and they uh, and it's not true our bodies keep changing keep keep growing and but the 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 key is is the number seven it, it happens every seven years we change all our bodies all our cells every seven years it gets renewed so when you it's kind of silly to be obsessed over any age because every time you look at, at yourself in the mirror it doesn't matter if you look beautiful and young and pristine or if you look ready for the for the grave <laughs> you're no more than seven, eight years old. So why do you have to feel old? One thing is to be truly old because you've been walking around for centuries and another thing is to be old because you program yourself to grow old. And a lot of people grow old because that's the way they've been programmed. Oh, I, I, told, I was told when I was 60 I'm supposed to do this and move this and walk slow and do, like for example, the thing, remember I was telling you how offensive that, that I'm doing these defensive courses and I'm, I'm 60 now that I'm, I'm, I'm finally 60 years old. It's going through these tests and the things you're, oh, your mind is going to get slow and this is going to, I couldn't believe it's like I told you that to the, earlier today when they told me the warnings of how I have to take care of my body because now you you had to, your, your thing your your stroke or whatever the hell it was and you need to you, you can't shower standing up you have to sit on this shower chair and I started showering standing up from the moment they let me go out of the hospital I haven't fallen or tripped once it doesn't matter if I, there was somebody there it doesn't matter if I was all alone I haven't had any issues. So what, what are they talking about? This it's like a fabricated old age. It's not like a real old age. So, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I digress. You're talking about how many, how old uh, when you're fully formed personality. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it I'm when you digress. <laughs> uh, oh wow! Um, I was all ears. <laughs> Well, you know, I theoretically understand that, and Jan Shaw, she, you know, really kind of intricately puts it out there, because when she turned, I think, 50 or 60, now I don't, yeah, when she turned 50, she decided that she'd just take a year off instead of adding a year, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> she seems to be you know, quite good at this. She had a dislocated, broken shoulder that uh, was too dislocated to actually be close enough to knit and they wanted to operate and she said, well, let's try something else and she essentially thought her shoulder back into, so she never needed that operation. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so there's people like Jan that are I find inspiring. Um, I find you inspiring and in how you've gone through all of this and the things that you've taught and shared with us and learned. Um, <clears throat> so when I, when I look at it, that concept, I totally agree with you. But let me tell you what happened. 
my mother said when I was some age, I did uh, too young to understand it. Young people don't understand that old people are young people in old people's bodies. <laughs> so I just sort of like you know every once in a while because it just seemed like a profound thing my mother had told me. I better remember this. And so every once in a while I'd think about it. But I was turning 60, and I had all my friends over. It was one of those, you know, nice birthday party type things. And I said, well, you know, I don't think I look 60. Do you? And they all looked at me. Nobody said a damn thing, but they all went, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and, and they all lied. <laughs> well, they didn't say anything, you know, um, but, you know, it was obvious. So the next time, and I, I think I got up and went and looked in the mirror. <laughs> I think I, I think it was that, like, what, what, what are they talking about? But when I, next time I looked in the mirror, by God, I looked 60. I don't look in the mirror anymore. Um, because, because, again, you know, it's, it's that concept of you perceive what you think you're going to perceive. And so, and you you accepted their perception. Apparently, yes, but yes. Questioningly, you shouldn't have done that. But, but, done but that, that's but my point. You know. But that's my point, Walt. Is that you know there's certain things when everybody around you says yes, you look like you're 60. Okay, it goes back to that reality thing about reality is what you think it is, but majority rules. I still feel like a young person in an old person's body, just like my mother said. But when everything around you, you know, is is putting forth that other reality, dang, a mirror will reflect that reality, not the reality that I have if I don't look into a mirror. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, well, it's that's, like it's a, that's, it's a that's difficult where being present comes in when you when and you're that's present. It yeah. doesn't affect you. Exactly. If you're, um, if you're in the stream, and if you're in the thought stream, oh, you're going to be, it's going to own you when you're in the thought stream, because that's what it, the thought stream does. But if you're present, that can't even touch it. It's the balancing act that we do. I wish it were, somebody had told me, oh, it's going to be so easy. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it isn't. It just it gets to the point where it doesn't kill you. It just sinks in. Oh, it's finally sinking in. Yeah, yeah, doctor. <laughs> well, what I look, what, in, the, I look in the mirror and I think, damn, you look pretty good for what you've been through in your lifetime, seeing as I pick all the hard ways to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I make myself look good in my eyes. Well, your pictures look good. You know, in my pictures, I look like uh, yeah, a witch with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those people made me mad. Dear, dear, dear. So, um, no, what he was referring to uh, was the Shungite show when he got into talking about um, what he's the the basic lesson that he's learned, um, and it was it was, you know, forty five to an hour of talking, but it was a very very excellent talk in my opinion. So the Shungite show, which will follow this one hopefully if the players play right, um, <clears throat> so y you might want to listen to that. But just just give a summation of of why we stay in the present. 
what what you learned you know that that you, the present is where you need to be can you kind of sum up what you said earlier today well first of all when you're present when you're in the, when you're in that state you're first of you're connected to who you truly are which meaning no thoughts now correction here for people who overreact or hear what they want to what to hear being in a state of no thought doesn't mean that you're going to be uh, on uh, on the zombie it doesn't mean you're going to be a mindless drone no 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 that's it's quite the contrary you're in the pl in the place where you're going to experience true thoughts living thoughts original thoughts you're going to be you're going to experience things uh, bring brought to you by true creativity creativity and inspiration uh, the, the, the type of place inside you that brings great art artworks where it doesn't matter if it's uh, paintings or sculptures it doesn't matter if it's music none of that stuff comes from the thought field because the, the, there's some creativity in the thought fields have you looked at what's in the thought fields commercials Commercials come from the thought field. Do you see any originality? They keep rehashing the same thing over and over, but it's it's the same concept. There's there's no creativity. There's nothing new. So if you're going to be stuck in this stuff, if, tell me the truth is being asleep or half dead is what it means to be stuck in the thought field. Nothing new comes out of there. But when you're present with yourself and alert and and just being present away from thoughts uh, then you bring real treasures into this creation you bring uh, original things into this creation things that the kinds of things that only grace the the mind of truly inspired people like when you meet a great uh, a great painter or, or a great musician and you say oh my god this this is this is amazing well I, I bet you that creation did not come from a thought field like case in point uh, let's touch on the subject of music uh, I saw a video on YouTube where somebody um, he obviously must be a musician because unless you're a musician he you're not unable to catch this but somebody made a compendium video of, of music groups, especially main, mainstream, modern music groups. And he found that all what, what passes for modern music or popular music is all based on four chords. And he goes on, and in the beginning it sounds kind of outrageous. Even even me, I don't know. I'm not a musician. I just experience music, but it doesn't mean I know what it what the structure of it is. Uh, no, he he goes on to re repeat and say to himself, everything is based on four chords. So he goes on and he plays the video, and I I forget. I think he plays something like is either ten or twenty sound pieces from very popular modern you know catchy music whatever and it's true 
even though the, the notes might be different or the the pitch might be different or the speed of the pitch, but everything is based on four chords. So is there any creativity there? No, no there isn't. It's just rehash, repetition of the same. You need a true master and a, and a master is someone who is in the present, alert and awake connected to true inspiration, that brings in originality and creation. That's real creation of things, not rehashing of the same thing. So there is a big difference between being awake and being asleep in the thought stream and just, just leaping and dreaming the same things, the same thoughts, and, and you go from one thought to the next and you think that's the normal way of being because... That's the way your, your parents were, that's the way your grandparents were, so why would you question it? Uh, I, it was interesting that at, at one point um, Eckhart asks the question, why are people fascinated with sports like, for example, watching a tennis match? Because he says, if you, even though it's something so repetitive and so mundane, watching two people you know, hit a ball, but because of what they're doing, there is such a level of concentration and fixation on, on what they're doing that there are no thoughts. So when they're in for what, however long it lasts, as long as you're in that in that space of that that focused action, you're 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 outside of the mind. So that's an that's an, that's an experience to be had. Not, not because it's important, not because the world is going to change because these two people are playing, because mentally they're not engaged in thinking, they're engaged in doing, and there are no thoughts. So you have to be absolutely present, and when you're in the presence, there's no thoughts. That's why the ego hates the present, because it's the only place where it cannot be. It loves the past and it loves the future. It'll be there all day long, doesn't go to sleep. <laughs> Because of that, heaven knows we know it doesn't sleep, but it just it needs to be in the past or in the present and or the future. It, the present it hates absolutely hates the present. There's no thoughts there. That's where you are, the present. So. Yes. And uh, well, like I said earlier today, you know. You can't change the past, and you really can't change the present because you're not, you have to be, the only way you change the present is, is being in the present. I mean, the future is being in the present. And it is a, a sense of calmness. And I said, it's what I would think it could be defined as the state of meditation, where you're open to creative thinking not the da 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 you know the yeah the constant stuff. noise the yeah. senseless noise that and things that come out of their own initiative you know where did that thought come from why am i thinking well a lot of 90 percent of your thinking doesn't come from you it comes from the collective so why would you why would you rack your brain with certain thoughts, and you and you ask yourself, maybe I should go see a psychiatrist. Maybe I'm there. Maybe I'm 
I'm broken. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I keep thinking along the, and you keep thinking along those lines, but you don't. You haven't even made these thoughts. They're just being fed to you by the collective. So it's the the misunderstanding uh, about thinking. It's it's incredible. When and the, I the worst. No, keep going. When I get to a place where I think to myself, now where in the world did that thought come from? I know <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> I know it wasn't my thought. Because if I have to wonder about it, then I know it wasn't my thought and I tell it if I don't like it, I tell it, Go away, get out of my mind and don't come back. You're not welcome. See the difference between being awake and being asleep? Uh, being asleep, you wouldn't even ask the question. You would just accept. You would just accept that it's your thought. But you're not asleep. Therefore, you perceive and you're able to see the difference. That's all it takes. Seeing, perceiving the difference. And you today you do two, tomorrow you do three. And, and, and the more you do it, it becomes second nature, being in the present. Being in the present and not being a, a victim of emotions, constant, non-stop. There's no need because you're present. And that's where all your power is anyway. But uh, I, I wish I could have gotten out by waking up and just realizing it. But no, I did it the hard way. I had to wake up by experiencing the worst of the worst of the worst and then deciding I can't survive anymore. And one more little thing and I'm just going to explode. So which which is it going to be? <laughs> Do you think that happened well because there was a lesson in there that you needed to learn but you weren't oh, learning it? Most definitely. I mean, in fact, that's that. That was the beginning of my getting out and getting up. All of this, because I, when when I was there in this those first two weeks, when I was beat, I was half the time I was on uh, I was unconscious, and living through that hell of, okay, am I awake or am I asleep? Am I awake? No, no, I'm awake. I can see the window, and I can see the bed. Okay, and everything feels very solid. Perfectly. Then this, I'm, I'm, I'm awake, and then a horse comes in through the door. No, bad. No, it's not what I thought it was. I'm not, I'm not awake at all. So, it, those initial two weeks was like that. It's like, am I awake? Am I asleep? Am I awake? Am I asleep? This is, this is exhausting. It's just, it's just horrible. But then, after you get enough of yourself of the your of your self pity and your self suffering and and every self everything uh, I realized one thing is that you know if if I accept and I, I truly believe in the truth that I'm not a victim of anything and I am the creator of my reality, okay the normal thought is I created the situation. I created the situation because I needed to learn something and I needed to see something that I wasn't learning. So I created this. So if I created this, I'm obviously, if I, if I did it, I can undo it. 
All I have to do is be patient and undo the things you've you've done to yourself. And that's how you get yourself on the way back. Because the other way just is suffering all the time. You're a victim and you're powerless and, and you're alone and you're helpless and you who wants to live like that? Well, some people I guess those who enjoy pain and suffering. I know people who enjoy pain and suffering and that's that's their motor modus operandi all day, every day, but not me, I don't want that, <laughs> no, not, not when they're living beings depending on me and beings that I care about and beings that I love, no, no, I'm not doing that shit, nope, nope, so that's, that's how you learn, I, I wish I, I, I could be, I could say, oh, I am so smart and so bright, I was, I was able to wake up nothing in an instant, I just had to realize that, yeah, <laughs> not Walt Silva. <laughs> Nor me, I always took the hard way. <laughs> exactly. I understand that. Nancy's the one, the only, the only one who got the Cadillac model, she, yeah. she's got She's a painless life. What, Nancy and Christine? Yeah. 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 <laughs> According to JP, she's she got a, what was it? A Mercedes, uh, Rolls Royce. The Ro Rolls, Rolls Royce. Royce. There it was. She's got a Rolls Royce model. Yeah. I got well, a Ford Pinto. Lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Yes, well, what we're talking about here is that um, we had, well, one of the first producers, the first producer I ever had was uh, JP, and he was over in Wolf Spirit, and he also was very good at doing readings. Um, so one day he does a reading for me, and he reads the rays, and I don't really know too much about, you know, the details of what he's doing, but he reads the race. So you go through different ones, you're mentally, you're emotional, you know, but he gets to the physical and he's using a pendulum to get the readings and he, he's counting up, you know, you know, two, three, four, counting up. And he gets to about seven and he starts to laugh. And I'm going like, what are we doing? And he says, I've never seen anybody go this high. And he kept going all the way to 10. He said, oh, my God, you got a Rolls Royce of a body. And, you know, I, th I thought, well, well I, I'm very grateful for that. But then I, I suddenly started feeling kind of guilty because, you know, people would have these ailments and I'd say, oh, get over yourself to myself. <laughs> you know, it's like, don't you don't need that. Don't you know. But then I realized, well, maybe I just was gifted a, a, a very, very healthy body, Rolls Royce, that, you know, could take all the abuse I laid on it and, and be, you know, just kind of jump back and, you know, like, like I've had very, very few reasons to complain about any kind of a physical ailment. So I'm blessed. I am blessed. But then again, I made a hell of a good contract, that one. <laughs> You know, it's like don't don't make me have a have a a thing in the hospital with a stroke and all that other stuff. You know, just give me the right combination of drugs, <laughs> recreational drugs. 
I'll re I'll rewire my brain that way. It seems like it's a as a matter of fact, I'm gonna say that when he when he was in the midst of trying to figure out what what he was happened to him when he was in the hospital there, you know, and I'm talking to him and I finally said, you know, I said, you put me down for having done all those different recreational drugs. I said, you know, but you didn't take enough drugs, so you don't know what's happening to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, once I was able to get intel in intelligible words out, started yelling, and no, no more of this, no more of that. Uh, they were they were over medicating me. It was horrible. That that's why I. I I couldn't get over that uh, diarrhea. Yeah. They were they were giving me the stool softeners when I was already going to the bathroom three times a day. God, you guys are always pot. talking potty, potty yeah. stuff. I swear to well, God. Well, it's it's a part of life. It is a part of life. It's yeah. a part of life. Deal it, yeah. deal it. It's it's there with drinking and eating. So. Right. Well, my fa <laughs> my favorite. Come out. My my favorite doctor, my favorite doctor, Dr. Jennifer Daniels, you know, she's got like three things that you need to do daily in order to survive, and the first one is poop. <laughs> you know, and it was like, Dolly stopped listening when she did. I, I almost fell off. No, 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 I don't want to hear no, no, no more. No, 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 I'm not trying to say something horrible, no. Stop catching yourself. You're always catching yourself when that's not necessary. When mm -hmm. I used to work for uh, Care Fusion, uh, one of the operators was this girl who uh, Laotian, who used to work in, in in the department. And I I almost fell off my chair when she told me it's been a week she, since she went to the bathroom. I said, "And you're eating every day?" Yes, I eat three meat three meals every day, three meals every day, and one week, and she still hasn't gone to the bathroom. I don't I don't want to know what that bodies like on the inside all i know that uh her I, I was i was sorry to ask but her present life is not in a very good state but i'm not now looking back i'm not surprised i can't well, imagine seven days not going to the bathroom once dr daniel said that when she was went into harvard medical school back in the 60s the standard was, oh, if you do, if you if you go to the bathroom once a, uh, you know, the the shitting thing, if if you do that once a week, you're all right. That was what? accepted. Yeah, that was accepted. Insanity. What are they eating? Rocks. <laughs> Doctor Jan, Doctor, that was, yeah, I mean, a lot of things. Doctor Daniels, kind of stood back and said, "You people are a little insane." You know, I mean that just just goes against common sense. But I know I I know people that you know they that was their regular. Oh, you're regular. Oh, good lord, you know. But anyway, so um, yeah, stay in the present. Make sure you poop, and not too much. <laughs> and don't let don't let them t give you medicine that you shouldn't have. But of course, if you can't talk, there's not much you can do about it. Yeah, you're at the, you're at their mercy. At the mercy. That's a, that's a very interesting experience, being at the mercy, not being able to communicate. Oh, it's it's like being in a Chinese torture chamber. You're tied down to the rack, watching as things get done to you. Mmm. Very very entertaining, I have to say. <laughs> not 
Do I want to do it again? No. <laughs> but, you know, the other thing that you did bring out on the Shungite show, because one of the first things that Dolly said to me when I was telling her what had happened to you was, what was he working on? And so I asked you, and you didn't seem to recall, but today you re remembered that you were working on yeah. these brand new devices. The uh, I got yeah. really excited when he remembered that. Yes. Did I send you the? I did you get the photos? No, I sent it to your email. You should what? get. You should have gotten two two emails. One has three photos, and the second email has. All the all three of them together, and you can see the difference in the sizes, because the three devices can be put one on top of each other, so it kind of looks like a circular pyramid. Uh -huh. So, but they're they're sitting on the floor as you see them. Why uh, don't okay? You got those? Can you put them in chat for our our listeners? I have a problem for some reason. The the show chat is now asking for a password where before it didn't. It says in. So I guess I need a friend to invite me. I need someone to invite me. Otherwise, I I can't do anything. Invite oh, you to where? Into the into the chat, into the show, into the the cosmic reality chat, the new oh, the new chat. Oh, for goodness' sake! How do you get invited? Yeah. Well, there's a button says there says invite friends. So I guess you have to have an account holder. And then you invite somebody. I tried to get in, and it doesn't. It says you're not, you don't have an account. You can't get in. So I guess you have to be already in before you can invite somebody. In. Okay, I'm I'm doing it right now. Let's see. Okay. All right, I'm sending this to you. It should come in at Facebook to you. Facebook. Okay, so let me open Facebook. Facebook. Gee, the, I don't know what, what to tell you. Normally when you come in and you haven't been signed in, you can hit the Facebook or some other things uh, and sign, sign in. in. Yeah, sign in with Facebook or something like that. Right, or you can just make a... Uh, you must have signed in under your own name and then put in a password okay. and they're asking you. Now I clicked on what you, whatever you sent, and it sent me into this page, where I can see the the same thing again. Okay, let me see if it. Okay, see if I click. There's guest, Facebook, Twitter, and username. So I was using guest, and I wasn't going in. I was hitting username, it wasn't going in. So I didn't want to bring in friends from Facebook, so I didn't choose that. Let me see if this won't work. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I can't believe Walt's having trouble. He's our computer guy. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I don't know this new program. Okay, it went in. Okay, good evening. Let's see if you came up in the chat room. Yep, 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 you're in the chat room. I yeah, can there see he you. Is. There I he see. Is. Yep. All right. So, can you put those um, those photos in there? Okay. Let me see. Um, Good evening. We see I, you. 
Well, okay, uh, you go over. Okay, okay, over to, over to the fort. That uh -huh. clip thing, you push that, and then you just tell the photos to go in there. Okay. Add file. Add oh, file. Hey, I'm learning here. Oh, this could okay. be trouble. Okay, here so it is. There it is. Okay. Coming in. Oh, there, there it is. is. <laughs> There's the three devices. First well is done. The, the middle one. Okay, let's let's one, let's, let's do the, let's do this. Let's take a break, and mm -hmm. um, then come back and 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 talk about this. Okay. In the meantime, okay. Dolly can maybe take a look, and tell me what's the state because. Um, Dolly took a look at this very recently after they were finished. So according to her, the middle one was in a level of energy much higher than the big one because it, it didn't get there. And the little baby one uh, was just recently made, so it, it only had to learn. Now it's been months, and they've been sitting there on the soil like that. So they must have changed. Well, uh, they did. Well, I'm... We, I can tell you after break. Okay. okay. All right. Do you want a three minute and forty five seconds or a four minute and forty eight seconds? Uh, you have something close to five. I want to go to the bathroom. Three minutes is not long enough. All righty, then I will. I'm not a sprinter I anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Go through your house, it is empty now The years went by fast, you don't know how The laughter and noise, they seem to have died The rooms are deserted, it's totally quiet Where is your family? There was a whole house of brothers and a whole house of sisters Then a whole house of children too Now they are gone with lives of their own In their hearts they're still part of you They are still family Walk for a while and keep looking around And see what new family can be found Look at all the people you see None are exactly like you or like me Yet they are a part of our family there's a whole town of brothers and a whole town of sisters and a whole town of children too. They are all different, yet they're all the same in their hearts. They're all part of you and me. They are our family. Get in the car and you drive for a while 
and crisscross your state really put on some miles you see different counties and cities and towns take a look at the people that are all around they're part of our family there's a whole state of brothers and a whole state of sisters and a whole state of children too they are all different yet they're all the same in their hearts they're all part of you and me they are our family Get on a plane and fly overseas And look at the people in different countries Some are yellow, some white, black or brown Yet inside they are just like the ones in our town They are our family there's a whole world of brothers and a whole world of sisters and a whole world of children too. They are all different yet they're all the same in their hearts. They're all part of you and me. They are our family. our family and welcome back to the cosmic reality radio show it's october 13th 2020 i am the producer here and i did leave my microphone open during that break so i don't remember what i might have been saying or doing but i apologize and with me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard, and they've been unmuted also, but apparently they had muted themselves. Hi, guys. Are you back? <laughs> I'm back. Well, you always yell at us, mute! So, <laughs> I mute. <laughs> There's just enough differences in how we're set up, or I forgot in the few weeks that he, he wasn't here to fix it. But, oh, my God, I just, like, so many weird things. But I am young. I am vital. I am in love with my own body. I tell my liver, oh, liver, you're just a Rolls Royce, for God's sake. Hell, yes. <laughs> so keep, keep, keep eating all those cigarettes I keep feeding you. <laughs> well, no, no, that's not true, Walt. That, the cigarette uh. thing? Okay, because I said to the guides, I said, look it, because to the, 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 first off, I don't smoke cigarettes. I only smoked tobacco. Okay, it was, you know, 
just dried up tobacco leaves, you know. So, uh, and I never got the dosages of chemicals and crap that go into cigarettes. I wouldn't smoke a cigarette. But I, I said, and I know that this was um, grounding. It was, it was keeping me grounded. Oh. Um, so anyway, so I said to the guides, I said, okay, well, <clears throat> you know, uh, I'll quit when I can't get any more cigarettes. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> I can't buy the tobacco. <laughs> They've you taken can't buy it out. Tobacco? No, no, the the tobacco that I've been smoking for I don't know forty years or so um, is no longer being care. Well, actually, Walgreens. It was it, the only place around was that was carrying it was Walgreens. It comes in a pouch. It's loose. You know, you have to roll yeah. it yourself. And so. Um, they all of a sudden they don't have it so I asked to talk to the manager and the manager was a smoker herself and she said I think Walgreens are gonna shut down their tobacco sales because she said that she just even if she ordered it they wouldn't give it to her she said it there's they're starting to not reorder anything so um, um, yeah I know I know it's not it's not lethal like cigarettes because my father's grandmother she died when she was 95, and until she died, she smoked tobacco. So I, I know it's not lethal like cigarettes. Well, my grandfather was a smoker, and I was a kid, and he said to me, he was smoking um, Paul Malls, I think they were, and he's smoking, and he said, you know, he said, when we were growing up, everybody smoked tobacco, and nobody had any kind of lung diseases. He says, I'm telling you, they're putting something in these cigarettes. That's what he oh, said of to course. me. <clears throat> and I must have been, well, it was in the 50s that he said that yeah. to me. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons that... Um, you know, I got off of cigarettes so very, very early. And it was funny because when I first when I first made the, the, the decision to do it, I had heard that you, you'll go through withdrawal even though you, you're substituting it because there's so many chemicals and so much nicotine in the exactly. cigarettes. And yeah. that was true. That was true. And, you know, I, I mean, I go for, I get on a plane, I don't get all crazy and need a cigarette. I don't. It's like if I can't, if I didn't have the cigarettes, I wasn't going into. Yes, I wanted one, but it wasn't like the crazy stuff that when I was smoking cigarettes, I'd go through. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. But it, you know, it it it's a grounding thing too. So I don't know. Anyway. Um, so we were going to talk about the uh, about the resonators, the new resonators. Why don't you Why don't you tell the story because because I, 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 I want you'll remember different things. Um, uh, you what you these this was what you were working on when you had just let's say the health event, <laughs> health mm -hmm. drama. Well, the, these things are predate that by some weeks. Or I think it was in the beginning of spring that I was experimenting with this and I was bothering uh, Dolly at the time to ask her because since she's able to talk to the devices uh, she could give me more more guidance if, if I was getting anywhere near to what I wanted to achieve or what I thought at the time that I was getting to achieve so I was 
the the first device that was made was the middle one, not the biggest or the smallest, but the middle one. And that uh, I spoke to her and I said, "What like?" Uh, I I told her the name of the device and I thought and I told her what my intention was with the device, what did I want it to do, and she she gave me some reading, but. Uh, I don't. I forget how many weeks later I did the other device, the biggest one. And now that the one that the first one was the one that's got the hearts in it. Yeah. To the right, yep. upper right. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. So and she told me, oh no, she says that one, the which at the time was the second one that I made. She said, no, you just made it. It's not it's not at the same level of energy as the first device you made. The first device is is much higher, so I had to wait on that uh, to get to get an idea from her what what was happening if they were if because she says I said it, it's learning, and as it's learning it's 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 increasing, and it's going up in power. So then it, I thought well. Then I should make a third one. So when I made the third one, she, you said, "Oh, it's it's like a baby. You have to wait now. You have to wait until it learns because it it has it has to learn like the second one did. There, that's why they have to be on on the ground and because they are learning from the planet itself. Because my my desire was something to dissolve the veil. Make we had the, a big discussion." on whether they should be outside or not. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're outside, right? That's what they, yep. where they want to be all the time. Like, uh, I thought of the idea of like a, ta like a tower, one on top of each other, so it looks like a, like a cube, like a, uh, like a cone. And the, even though it's possible to do it, they don't want that. They have to be like that, separate. That's another thing that I had to learn. So, uh, by now, I, I have no idea. I, uh, all I did, I shut them off when I arrived because Derek said that, oh, there's too many devices. You got to turn them off because of the way that you are. So uh, I got to the point where I felt, no, I'm, I don't want to keep them off. And I asked the pendulum, should I turn these on? And the pendulum said, yes, definitely. So I turned them on and put them back on the, on the ground. Uh, but I have no idea what, uh, what, what's their level of energy. Um, all I know is that they're on. That's it. I can tell you. Okay. The baby mm -hmm. has the most energy at this point. I mean, it's wow. got so much energy, my freaking hairs are standing up, Paul. <laughs> the, uh, the middle one mm -hmm. seems to have more knowledge uh, it has energy but not as much energy as the baby mm -hmm. it, it it has the knowledge that it shares with the baby and with the big one the big one seems to uh, have the emotional side of the world of the of the peoples covered uh, and the middle one seems to share some sensibility with the big one. Mm -hmm. And the, the baby is 
holding the unity of the three of them. I oh. would suggest you never separate those three. Okay. They've been together long enough now that they rely on each other. Um, okay. And, uh, Is it okay to put them one on top of each other or should I keep them as they are? No, they don't want to be stacked because they say if you stack us, we mm -hmm. can't use, our energies won't get out freely. I You'll see. be inhibiting right. them. So that makes sense. Okay. So they want to be like you got them now? Okay. The, the baby says, well, he can move me to the top part if he wants to sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> the baby can be moved. It's, I call it the bottom now where it is. You can move it to the top if you want to. But okay. they basically need to be in this triangle shape. Okay. And I, I'm impressed with how they have blended with each other. Oh, my gosh. And Walt, can you feel their energies? My gosh, it's so strong. Well, that's that's why I, I felt the drive, even despite what uh, Derek said, I, I felt the drive to turn them on and put them out in the ground again. I had them in the garage. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I listened to his warning, but I, I felt there was enough of a change. Like, for example, he was correct about the, remember, uh, not you, but the conversation I had with uh, Nancy. Um, <clears throat> Remember, Nancy, about his recommendation about the breathing exercises? Uh, you said something about that they're inside the chest. There is like a torus, and that wasn't big enough, and that I had to do, do breathing exercises to get that to turn on and, to the, and, and get bigger. Remember that? Exactly, yes. Yeah, the, he, he was most correct with that because in the, those first two weeks when I was here in the house, like the first week when I was here by myself, I could hardly breathe. I I was so short of breath. It was I was like a hundred year old man. Even the the slightest exertion, I was out of breath. So most definitely, he was right about that. It was it was important to get the the breathing exercises to get that that energy back in. I don't run out of breath now, so I don't have that issue. Yeah, you just had to uh, sort of boost the energy and get it started again. Mm -hmm. It was just all lopsided and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Hospital stay will do it to you. <laughs> Come on, visit us at our local, at our, at our local nosocomio. <laughs> okay, I, I, I would like to uh, go back to our, our resonators here. The first one, which is the one in the right top and has the hearts in it. You did that with a single strand of copper? Single strand of copper and two coils. And the measure I had to douse for, it was specifically to dissolve the veil of forgetting because it's, it's a specific frequency that's on the planet. It, uh, it, it forces us to be on, on like you, like what, well, how can we say, unconscious. There was a time in the planet where everybody was like Dolly. All you had to do was talk to your guides. All you had to do was talk to anybody that's in the etheric plane, on the astral plane. There wasn't any issues. So there was no misunderstanding and why that's why there was no religion. 
if you if you studied those particular timelines, there were no religious constructs. Why? When you can talk to the other side whenever you want. But we lost that, and that's why the veterans ended up, you know, uh, came up with the with the dolmens, because as that this this kind of disconnection came in, came down on the planet, and we got disconnected from the etheric plane, the astral plane. They had to find, how do we how do we communicate now? How do we communicate when we're getting disconnected? So one way was make the dolmens. So a soul would choose to remain there indefinitely because for a soul exists outside of time and space. So one minute, one million years is the same amount of time. And you you go to, especially if you have a, a family member who uh, willingly de dedicated themselves to be in one of these dolmens, you that's who you want to talk to. And that's how you would get answer to your answers to your questions, because everybody got disconnected, and that's why we were all fighting to wake up <laughs> of this, uh, of wake up from this this dream of distortion, because we we got disconnected from the other side. So that's what I'm hoping, maybe scratch the surface of that, uh, set up a field such as that would which makes it easier to see the other side or be on the other side or I don't know I was, I was just inspired to do this uh, the, the big one with the wires that has uh, 18 strands of wire because each one is uh, each segment of wire is three wires so that is, there's nine in the upper in the upper assembly and there's nine in the center minor the smaller assembly so there's 18 strands of wire in that one <clears throat> and then the little one is actually a combination of the two because even though it has two wires for the two coils the wires are made of three strands each so that was my intention as well to have the three six eight represented in all the in, all, in, the, in the different structures three six nine and three six nine my question here is all right first off you you built this one with the intention of breaking down the veil of forgetting and then you had a major rewiring of your brain in your body to be able to do what we don't know yet do we but you <laughs> you know you said earlier Gee, that's in not, the that's, that's not fun that's not fun boss <laughs> you know, you can, <laughs> you, you you might you might you see you know you're too good at this you might have said something like um but i don't want anybody stroking out <laughs> oh yeah you know what i'm I, saying i forgot i forgot the caveat didn't i <laughs> okay but now now you go into the big one we call it the one on the left top um and you're doing you wanted to integrate into that the concept that tesla talks about that we've seen continually mm -hmm. through our journey with Shungite, the 369 mm -hmm. combination becoming not only a, a, a more coherent field, but it's sort of like begins to, it, it's like a wormhole through dimensions, as best as I can figure it, you know. Um, I don't know if you'd think of something different, but what were you, do, why did you do that? Just to do the 369? Was it programmed also for the veil to fall? Well, no, or why my, do you, my my thinking at the time was uh, 
I was also toying, toying with the capability of this, the, these devices, you know, how many programs can it execute? I mean, conceivably, if we are to consider the physical part of this device, okay, conceivably, does it have a limit of how many programs it can do? Uh, the first question that I doused was if a coil is not made with a single wire but made with three strands, does that give it a greater capability of handling more programs? And I got yes. So I figured, okay, so instead of three strands, then what happens if you have nine strands per assembly? So that means that the, you, you, have, you are multiplying by nine, you're increasing by nine the, capa the maximum capability of, okay, how many programs it can be running at any one time. And then you have to take into account that in the internal coil or the minor the the minor coil also is is made up of nine. So you have a total of eighteen strands of wire uh, setting up, uh, and and you have six coils between the the minor and the major. You have a total of six. You have three and you have three. So three and three, you have six. So in each part of the anatomy of this thing, the three and the six and the nine are being represented. So you have, you have 18 strands maximum for all the coils, and you and you have the two two assemblies, and um, so that was my desire. I didn't know it was going to turn into a, uh, into an, an emotional device. <laughs> Like Dolly is describing, I thought it was going to be more like a computer or something. I, I don't know. I, I, well, they're saying, know. well, they're saying the only limitation that they have on them is what you put on them. Okay. So we we have to get to work then. Yeah. Okay. And they're they're anxious to. Well, you better tell them don't be don't be giving you too much energy, as a person. Okay. Because yeah, I don't, don't, I don't want you ending up in a big, bad situation again. Yeah. Well, the way that Derek explained it was that you had been upgraded in order to lock in some kind of an energy field, but your 3D body couldn't handle it, and so there were, they had to rewire it, essentially. Um, but what, 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 I, what I'm seeing with this, um, the larger one, the one that's based on the 369, uh, you got the th let's just take the three wires and you got the three wires together, and they're I, I, you, you seem to have them weaved together, right? They're they're yes. coiled together. Yes. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. So essentially, you got the concept of a parallel computer, mm -hmm. but you've got instead of it just being one parallel system, it's two others so you get the three systems and when you get that we know we get a coherent field and when we look at the nuggets of shungite under Curlian photography you can clearly see that there is an energy field that's in dependent on each nugget but then those three fields will come together and you'll see a secondary field just kind of pop out of the picture so mm -hmm. you got the same situation when you're when you're dealing with the, uh, because in this in this case, what's flowing through there is organ, correct? Yes. Okay. So we got organ flowing 
through these three strands. The the movement of the organ is creating. But a, each one is. But but each each organ stream in each wire is not the same. I understand a, that. I understand yeah, uh -huh. that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And because you're pulling in, you're making three strands of organ, you know, in close proximity to one another. That's when you get the coherent field occur. So mm -hmm. on top of those three, that's when you're getting that coherent field. And that field um, is I, it's, it's quantum level. It's not 3D. It's, well, you're, it's you're not even... Go six ahead. fields because you no three, i know but three, i'm but for yeah. simplicity i'm talking about the one okay, oh, okay because you know just so that you can so that people might be able to follow this you got the three it's like taking water and and you wrap the water around each other but you keep the same kind of stream and you got all this energy going through it well because of resonance, the way that energy will cause other energy to start vibrating, you've got another energy field that is created because you got these three together. So you got the first three, and then he's got another version of it, and so now you got two, now you get a third one, which he's got there. Now you've got even a bigger secondary coherent field. Uh, mm -hmm. That one, that, that big one, is... Um, to me, that's what that's where the motor is, if you will. Um, I think it is more like what you were thinking, uh, as far as a mechanism that it's um, because in be okay on each of those organ strips, you can actually put all sorts of information, but now you're entering the area. And again, we don't like the word quantum, but it's probably the only thing that we've got right now. The quantum field where now you've got even more information can be put because it's infinite space. Mm -hmm. uh, so that sucker right there is really, really, really very powerful. Um, oh, so and you're you know, saying just, that one is really, really, really powerful. Yeah. The baby has more power than the big one. No. To imagine how much more the baby has. No, it's not more power. It's different. Okay? Because you're focusing in on that one because it's more, uh, it operates more in the 3D. What I'm talking about, this sucker right here, the big one, I just saw it. It's, it's actually got a connection to the cube, Walt. Mm. It's like, it would, because well, all of these devices, that, that, that's, that's what we're... Things, that's, that's one of the things that came, to, uh, that's one of the things that came when I was building this, this um, group of three. I, one of the, I, I don't know if it was just an inspiration or, or some random thought, but I, 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 I thought to myself, I wonder if it's another reality device, another reality engine. But I wasn't sure. That's why I needed to double check with Dolly. But at the time, they were the the big and the the big one and the and the small one were so recent, they didn't have enough energy to follow in tandem with the other one. So at the time, I couldn't ask the question. But that's one of the impressions. I wonder if it's another reality engine. 
Yeah, Dolly that's, wouldn't that's Dolly wouldn't have see, seen it as an energy device. I'm not disputing how she's interpreting the energy she's seeing, but she wouldn't have seen it as an energy device. And what 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 I kind of am feeling is that the first one, which let's look at it again. You put in the intention of, uh, you know, d d dissolving the veil of forgetfulness. The veil. Okay, so once you did that, then you are ushering in, um, let's assuming it, it took, and I've never seen it not take, um, so it took, and so now you're ushering in people remembering, and remembering very quickly, hopefully not at the same rate that you did, you know, <laughs> um, okay, so, so, but, okay, so now, what this would do is to completely change the environment of the electromagnetic fields on the planet, therefore upgrading to of the original cube that's in my backyard, uh, it would almost be required to get an upgrade to hold it within the, the, the uh, complex of the new energies. Make sense? Plus, uh, not only does it make sense, but it also makes sense I didn't know why. I thought only the only the little one and the and the middle one have uh, measurements that are unique to them. This large one has the measure of the AC power adapt of the AC power resonator. So it's it's the length of those coils is a measure that is uh, commensurate to the AC power frequency just like the AC power resonator so it makes sense that it's 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 field it's energy that whatever it puts out is in uh, in resonance with the AC power so it's so it's it's affecting this particular continent the both Canada and the US use 60 60 Hertz I always wondered about that because I doubt what measure it should be, and I, and I keep and I kept getting that, and I keep getting the AC power resonator. Should I should it be a hoponopo? No. Should it be something else? No. The AC the AC power resonator. I kept getting the same measure, so I said, okay, I'll make I'll make it that the AC power resonator. Okay, a while back they had a TV show that came on. And it was about a being that the children would see, and this being would make them do some terrible things like murder people. And it was the parents and the, the you know, other people in the story that were trying to understand what was happening to the children. But when it came, it went through and it was, it was, it was one of these storylines that was going very, very quickly. They were making a lot of, giving you a lot of story in the one-hour episodes. And so it didn't take very long before you're realizing that what is happening is that there is some kind of a creature from outer space, or that's what they were surmising at that time, that is using the power lines to travel and to create the uh, the energy field to be able to essentially talk to children. Oh. 
you know and then we've got the connection and, and that thing ended about the time you got that piece of the puzzle the the ding thing em- ended and then we've got that whole concept of uh the scientists with the marconi in, in great britain and the black goo and how they're taken over and the ai keeps coming back you know and even even uh, uh good was talking uh, sp- uh secret space program um cory good he was talking about this ability of the ai to actually take over human beings you know i mean just like so um it seems to me that there's so much so many people that are focusing on the changes that we need to truly beat back the invisible or not so invisible uh enemy and it just may be that this device has taken over their ability to use that system. You know, because it's Shungite-based, right? So uh-huh. if, this, if this device essentially modulates itself at a resonance that is equivalent to the electronic system and electrical system around the grid, then what's happening is it's being taken over by Shungite. That that was my 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 thought, and my desire all the time because you know some Shanghai has the last word. We can give it tools and we give it devices, constructs that it will help. But the heart and brain is always Shanghai. It's just giving it give it a give it, giving it another way it can, in which it can be more effective. <laughs> Well, you know, let, let's get I real. I haven't even now that I haven't even I never it never occurred to me to doubt how big the this these three they must be putting up quite a field, considering the 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 complex structure. I see it as being huge. Oh, I think it's I think it's replaced the grid, so to speak. The thing that was keeping us you know dumbed down you know is now well because i see okay a while back i put a fullerene around the earth and filled it with a blue light that we saw you know the, the blue light in the sky i put it all around the earth and every day i reinforce it you know just so that everything is happening the way it should and then basically at the same time you're creating this creating the frequency that dissolves the forgetfulness at the same time uh, working together with the with the dissolving of the forgetfulness you're you've got this other one that is basically using a, a grid system of electric electrical systems that was already there and taking that over we've got the shungite grid you know that Derek's gone and added all that miles to. We've got the tree grid, the water grid. We've got you know well web. We some most of the time we call it web, but it's a grid. And this just happens to be already built, but it's an electromagnetic grid that will, you know, and because we took over the sat- satellites with Shanghai. Well, you did. <laughs> You know, so he does these things, and I come along, and I said, "Oh my God, do you know you just did this?" <laughs> 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 but you know so the shungite is permeating all through everything and let's just look at that shungite again let's reconsider what we've got here 
in because I just said the word uh, black goo, and all of a sudden I'm like getting these snapshots in my head like I do, you know, and uh, we're dealing with Shanghai, but is Shanghai a black goo of a different sort of, let's say, cosmic creating gal- energy? Galactic black goo. Galactic. What's in galactic. The- yeah, because it's it's what's in it's when people look at they don't realize what they're looking at when people look take those beautiful photos of this of the night sky and I always tell people and they're like what what do you mean well the I, I say to people when you take a look why do you see the arm of the galaxy why can't you see the center of the galaxy the center of the galaxy is tremendously bright because it's a cluster of of stars and you should be able to see them but instead you don't you see this this looks it looks like smoke it isn't is it it's uh the first time i uh it was it was documented in a, there's a great book that was printed in the 60s by um a scientist named george gamow and he wrote a book called 123 infinity and he covers different subjects and one of them he covers the galactic um dust cloud and what you what you're seeing in the sky that looks like smoke it's not smoke it's a cloud of galactic dust that is it just happens to be sitting in space between in in a, in, in our particular location is between the solar system and the center of the galaxy so instead of seeing the center of the galaxy you see this band it looks looks like smoke and you see the arm of the galaxy that's about it where's where's the center and that's because you see this this um, galactic dust cloud, and uh, I I remember I told you about the book by written by Fred Hoyle and uh, Chandra Wickramasinghe, the, an Indian scientist. They wrote this book called Life Cloud, in the I think in the 50s or 60s, when they did a, a spectroscopic analysis of the intergalactic dust cloud. They found that it was they at the time because they didn't know better. They didn't know about fullerenes. They theorized that they were looking at at, uh, at cellulose, for example, because they were seeing very very long chains of car- carbon. So they were saying that, oh my God, there is cellulose in interstellar space. So so they were saying that in the book uh, they weren't. They weren't uh, keeping it a secret. They were actually saying it outright uh, that the elements of life did not start on the surface of a planet because how how could you have life or at least uh, the life that we know on a planet that say it's covered in fire, very difficult, or a planet with zero water, very difficult to to have our type of life in a situation like that. But if you have a planet that's the right temperature, you feed it the elements of life. And where do, where are these elements of life? Well, they're in interstellar space because what happens is in interstellar space, you have no gravity, right? So it, it, that's the, the ideal, the, the most fertile ground where long chains of carbon are going to develop. And in fact, all those people, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you are the one who told me, oh, this guy is, is, is theorizing that 
Shanghai comes from this and Shanghai comes from that and Shanghai comes from this and they're they're saying things like it comes from the depth of the, of the planet oh it comes from the dinosaurs oh it comes from organic material that it and they're just throwing thoughts and ideas and they're not even close to the mark because they're saying oh Shanghai formed on a planet no no because those substances that developed on the surface of a planet develop under tremendous stress, tremendous temperature, and you don't get shungite. You get other substances like diamonds, which are crystals made with four four uh, atoms of carbon. You that's what you get when you get very high pressure, high temp you know high temperature and high pressure. You get these crystals and they're made of a, but in order to make these very large things you need zero temperature so you need the opposite the, the the opposite situation zero temperature and zero gravity very a very fertile uh, environment where to develop these tremendous structures of carbon and that's exactly what happened because when they went out in the lab and they made those uh, laboratory-made fullerenes. What? Guess what? They didn't. They didn't put together very high temperature, very very high pressure in order to make fullerenes. As it was the other way, they actually make had to make gas in a, in in, a, in an environment where it would it would expand. So they were they were literally they were copying the same situation that you would find in either space. So there is di direct proof that fullerenes cannot form in a natural environment on the surface of a planet, L even less inside of a planet. So fullerenes are going, it's going to form in outer space. That's exactly what these guys ended up, ended up proving with all the theories that they were throwing around and because they need to look smart and knowledgeable and it's it's right there. Well, NASA last year in 2019 came out and said that the intercellular space is full of C60 molecules and that C60 <laughs> is probably the most populous, the most there's more most abundant. of <laughs> most abundant, thank you, uh, molecule in the galaxy is the C60. So, yes, the, you know, there's no, uh, how can you, okay, you, you don't even, you don't even see the C60 molecule on the face of the Earth, except when you got a lightning strike or a meteorite strike, um, and in some deep areas of certain coal, uh, mainly coal deposits, you know, in, in the Ukraine and, uh, uh, where's the other place, uh, Kakistan. So, you got those areas but you don't have anything like shungite and it's all in this a thousand kilometer thing that's just there and it's yeah. it's technically full of c60 where did it come from you don't find it any place else on the planet except yeah. there in that amount it could only have come from cosmic source and if you're yeah. thinking in terms of cosmic source it's traveling some something started this this part of this cellulose dust and everything to start moving and it's collecting more and more 60 is it c60 is it's moving through space 
in place and then you get a situation where the C60 around where it's going through is a little different than the other C60 because that C60 was nourished in a in an energy form that is different than where you just came from. So it's not just one C60, it's the C60 carrying the energies of the cosmos. Yeah, exactly. That's why the the, the laboratory made C60 is is practically it's dormant. It's not it's not active at all because it, there's nothing in it. It was just made in a factory. Oh no, unfortunately, no, been, no. Unfortunately, the same thing happens in the lab. So the guy that's there and didn't get laid by his wife or his girlfriend is, <laughs> is pissed off, and that's the energy that you get in that lab made C60. Yeah. You know, what, what fits in a C60? A water molecule will fit in, inside a C60. You know, so the water molecule is like another... Uh, geometric version of the C60 and what does water do? It remembers everything. Yeah. And that's the same concept within the C60 itself. So... <laughs> the difference is that the uh, it will it will rem the C60 will remember indefinitely whereas water has temporary memory because if for anybody who's anybody who studied homeopathy, you have to uh, admit the truth. You, yes, yes, definitely, yes, you can record patterns in water, but for a limited time. That's why we record homeopathic uh, frequencies in either milk sugar or uh, something like brandy, because you're, you're recording the pattern in the car carbon that's present in the brandy. It's the carbon that's keeping that has in the indefinite memory, and it will it would hold it indefinitely. It's the carbon in the brandy or the carbon in the milk sugar. That's what you use in homeopathy. Yes, you can use water definitely, but you have to consume it within a short time. Otherwise, it just dissipates, because water is the uh, universal uh, soluble. Um, what do you call it? Solvent. So, solute, solute a, sol a solvent, yeah. The universal solvent. It, it dissolves everything. So yes, it will record pa patterns. Like, for example, the, the Masaru Emoto pattern, patterns that get recorded. Yes, they got recorded, definitely. Frozen. But once the, once the water get, gets to an unfrozen state in order to photograph those patterns, they dissolve. That they don't tell that part, do they? <laughs> well, no, it's still contained in the water. Um, well, first off, if you, it, it, yes, that's true about homeopathy, but if you just put uh, shungite nuggets or shung, put it in a shungite container, you you the, 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 the because shungite holds every energy. Yeah. You know, and you can maintain that frequency, but then again you can program the shungite to be any frequency you want to begin with. So, you know, the beauty of shungite is teaching us the shortcuts to, no, you don't have to do 1 times X times 10 times left. All you have to do is program the shungite to give you that energy that you need and want, in my opinion. 
Now, the little one, what what possessed, what was the story behind the little one? I, I don't know. It was the, um, for some reason, uh, whatever inspired me to start this project, uh, it called for the, for the third one, which to me was, it was like a cross between the other two, because even though it only has the two, the two coils, each coil is made up of, of three, of three strands. So in a way, it, it kind of represents an, uh, like an, like, a a, a a baby of the other two, two. Uh, but uh, like I said at the time I, I didn't know where it would end up going because it was so recent it didn't know much and it didn't so I'm not Dali said make sure it sits with the other two it has to grow old but that's when the project stopped Dali tell me again what you thought what you felt about the baby one Are you with us, Doll? Are you muted? Yeah, I was trying to manipulate to, to the mute thing. Okay. The baby seems to have a lot of energy and knowledge with it. Um, it has learned a lot from the other two, and it has picked up from Mother Earth and the environment around it, the grass, the leaves, the insects. It's, Would you it's, say that it's grounded? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm seeing, is that the, the, the little one is like grounding the other two. Yeah, yeah. That, that I, I would suggest to never separate them they are all connected to each other well I would suggest that if they were on the different sides of the galaxy they'd still be connected <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you that that they want to be together but you know they're so connected they you know that's never going to unconnect as far as I would see they're more powerful when they're together. Yeah, yeah. And they got they're a all, lot of power. Yeah, yeah, they sure do. Now, one thing I did want to say about um, when, what Derek's because I, Derek told me things, and then I got a hold of you and told you what Derek had said initially. And one of the things I wanted to point out was that he told you that you should disconnect from the uh, devices that you had sold to customers or sent which to I did. people. The, which yeah, I did. did it when he the minute he told me. Yep. Yeah, I told you when you said, well, I can do it right now, and you did. And so mm -hmm. um, anybody out there that might have felt like something changed in their resonator, yeah, Walt disconnected it because they were still attached to him and drawing his energy down. It's, that's the way I understood it. So... Um, so if anybody out there that had a weird thing happen, it's fine. It's just that they're on their own now. <laughs> he's he's cut them loose. And the thing and the thing is that connection is kind of redundant because they're already part of uh, whether they they know each other or not. Uh, they're already all the Shanghai devices are already part of Grid. So 
it's kind of redundant to have them connected to somebody somewhere. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, we can run over five minutes, so we got ten minutes left here. Dolly, is there anything that you wanted to share that you thought about this week that you wanted to talk about? No. Not really. Well, there was one thing, but I can't remember it. And I'm not going to put myself through all the gyrations of trying to remember. Um, If it's meant to be, it'll come out. Uh, I do want to ask a question, though. I was thinking, I have Dolly shares this week, right? Ani had hers last week. Uh, I think you did yours last week, didn't you? Oh, good. That'll give me more time. What I was wanting to do, you and I talked about uh, Madeline Murray O'Hara. Um, and how she stopped prayers in school. I would like to do research and share the info I find out about her on the Dolly Shares. Do you think that would be just too heavy? Oh, absolutely not. If you want to do that work, yes, go for it. Okay. Because I think people should understand why, why is there no prayers in schools anymore? Why is it illegal? Okay, I'll do it. That's all I had. Well, I'll get back to you to make sure, but I'm pretty sure that Ani is this week. But then again, I'm not good with this stuff. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what can I tell you? And I just follow your lead, so... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have to fi- figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, okay, um, I, I, I had, you know, I, I get all these things that come to me in, in, in sort of like, you know, wish, and then I think, oh, I'm going to remember to say that, or that, this, or that, and the other thing, and dang, I get here, and it's like, I, sometimes I don't remember, it's, I feel like I haven't done too much this last week, <laughs> you know, um, but I did see an awesome football game. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins, 43. They had 43 points that they actually got on a football field. Of course, there wasn't anybody in the stands. <laughs> I mean, the world we're living in is very, very peculiar. But one of the things that Dolly was talking about, maybe we talked about it last time, was... Um, the president in the COVID. Now, Dolly, I didn't get to see the president yesterday in Florida because... Oh, he was good. It, it was the close to. The close to guy, yes. Yeah, and, he was good. Well, w- one of the things that, that um, was brought out, I think, in one of the Fox programs, right, was that Joe Biden had something happening there at the same, you know, on the same day. Not in oh, Florida, right. but up in one of the other con- con- Oh, you know. yeah, Connecticut or I don't know Hampshire where. I, or something like that. I don't know. Something, you know. And yeah. they p- pointed out that in, at Joe Biden's event, there were 
13 people that showed up. And at, Don <laughs> at Donald Trump's, there was 30,000. Yes. <laughs> but you never hear about it. Never hear about it. Not on fake news, you don't. <laughs> I mean, how is it conceivable that Biden is still ahead in the polls if the polls were correct when you see things like that? You believe just the polls? Well, I want to believe that they're not lying about everything, but when... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Sometimes Nancy is so young. Yes, she She's is. So I'm hopeful. So I'm very hopeful. Would you like a, a lollipop, baby? <laughs> oh, no, no, I can't because of my teeth. Oh, oh God. You know, that's the other thing about getting old. Hey, people that have any kind of young youngness in you, get on, get on top of your teeth. Don't let them, you know, do this. Oh, Fall and, out or flake away oh, like and, mine. <laughs> and I got to tell you that the best thing I've seen for taking care of infections in, the, in you know, in your dental is um, oil, wild. It's got to be W-I-L-D, wild, oregano oil. And... I got to tell you, I just take a, a Q-tip and I put, yeah, it, if you put it on by itself, it burns like hell. Oh, my God. So you have to use an oil. And because I had castor oil, I used castor oil. So you mix the castor oil in with the wild oregano oil so it doesn't burn you. And then you just take a Q-tip and you put it on your on your gums and you keep it there. Um and you can actually swallow it. I mean, this stuff is not going to hurt you if you swallow it or spit it out, depending on how you feel. But it cleared up an, a massive infection I had wow. so quickly. What, I've never. What proportion? What what proportion? What amount of oils? Well, they they you can do you can put the oil on your gums by itself, but it burns like hell. So yeah. you don't need all. You need is enough of the. Uh, in well, you can use coconut oil too, but I I had castor oil. Um, you can just put enough of the oil to cut the the oregano oil so it doesn't burn. And so you can actually use very little of the castor oil to the oregano oil um, and get rid of the burning. All you're really trying to do is get rid of the burning. Um, and it really it's really up to you. And so then, because it was so effective with me, I checked, and it's actually recommended for dogs. For teeth, they say put some, put a drop of the uh, oil on their toothpaste, and apparently the toothpaste does the same thing as the oil. Because I said, well, he's going to tell me if this is burning the crap out of his mouth, you know, because it go away, you know. It's just that it's like eating a hot pepper thing. But so um, I cautiously put just a teeny bit on it and see what it happened, you know, and a little bit more. And no, he has no. As a matter of fact, he seems to like it. Uh, you know, and so, um, but yes, that was that was an amazing find. That, and that was because Irma told me, Walt. Irma told oh. me about that. Yeah, she's she's my my translator, and it's not. It, it, and that's another thing. The the Russian. Uh, we are in the process of taking chapter one of the book you've never read. <laughs> of Shungite reality, and we're going, and, it, and it's being read by in Russian. It's the Russian text, 
and it's we've already got uh first 18 minutes it's going to be the to read that <laughs> to read that chapter that first chapter um it's going to take a two-hour thing so um we're, we're into 18 minutes of it right now um it's going to need some work but we're doing it because we want to be able to um get more uh, russian we want to find out where is the russians are they interested in this you know this format so we'll see but because um, i know you know the russians like you walt lots <laughs> <laughs> of people like Yes, including me. <laughs> and me. Um, Sam says that it's Annie's turn because it was me last week with the creepy vision story. Creepy oh, dream. The, the dream. Story. That's right. You Thank had a creepy you. Dream? What was the creepy dream about? Oh, well, it's too long to tell you right now. Oh, okay. Uh, it was awful. People weren't listening to me, and I was trying to save them, and they wouldn't listen. And, uh, mm. Yeah, I tried. Bad idea, trying to save people. Bad idea, very bad idea. No wonder it was a bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh with gosh. you. <laughs> so, so, it's Ani's turn, not mine. So it gives me a little more time to do more research on Madeline awesome. Murray. Awesome. Okay, so we're um, just about out of time here. We've got two more minutes. You want to say goodnight to the people? No. No, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want me to just keep you on, Dolly? You're going <laughs> to... Good night, everybody. Thank you for being here. I enjoy these shows. Teaching, preaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.